How do you feel about birthdays? It's the most important time of the year. It beats Your birthday. You didn't say my birthday. It's you said other day. birthdays. It's just another day. It depends on who, like you said. If you talk about my birthday, it's just another day. Why is it just another day for your birthday? Because I don't care. But I love to celebrate other people. I love to celebrate other people. So for everybody else's birthday is special. I will celebrate with them all month. Why for you me, can approach your own birthday that way? It's just another day that I'm here. And I don't like that. How do you feel about birthdays? I love other people's birthdays. You don't like your own birthday? I love my birthday, but I don't like as far as celebrating it, I really don't too much care. Why? <laughs> I just I love other people. I love helping what do you other love people. About other people's birthdays. Just seeing them happy and being a part of it. You don't feel like you're happy on your birthday? Yeah, but I like other people's birthdays. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's up, builders? It's your girl, Cancel at the Blogger, and you are now listening to the LBF Podcast. This is the birthday episode. Yay! And I just turned dirty 30. <laughs> and I have, as always, uh, Spa Danny here with me. Hey, builders. What's up? It's your girl, Danny. You know, Spa Danny. All, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah. Even turning a year older, so uh, yeah, get ready for this episode, y'all. What do you mean, get ready for this episode? She's been running out all month. Like her, all, all she says, "Oh, it's almost my birthday," or "I'm doing this for my birthday," or "It's my birthday." It's so, my birthday. Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've been hearing that all month. So I'm over it. Where your season? Yes, yes, yes. Right. <laughs> So, you know, I got to represent for Aquarius Nation, but uh, Spy Danny, what's your zodiac sign? I'm a Taurus. Mm-hmm. Almost Gemini. When's your birthday? May 19th. Right at the cutoff. Right at the cutoff. <laughs> and you going to be 30 on your birthday? Yep. How you feeling about that? I feel great. Another year. Some more wisdom. Um, some more litness. I feel like going into my 30s is about to be like real lit. I feel like my 20s was like me getting up and trying it again and <laughs> failing and all that. But I feel like now that I'm going into 30, I'm like, okay, I, I, I see what you did there, God. <laughs> it was a setup. <laughs> it was a setup. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm excited about my 30s. Yeah. What about you, um, Dirty 30? I feel like um, I started kind of getting it right at like 28. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then 29 was a really good year of like, so 28 was like self-discovery. 29 was like self-appreciation. And then now 30 is just like me just showing up as my full self. Yeah. And so I feel like I can take that with me in this next decade. Mm-hmm. And it's like fully... You, you know, you always have like this idea of the woman you want to be. Mm-hmm. And I can see a lot of the things that I've always wanted to be actually, you know, for me to actually be embodying a lot of those things. Right. And I'm just excited to like share that with the world and to like just right. enjoy living. 
Yeah, I think for me, like twenty eight, I think I think I was still trying to get it right. Like I was still like kind of in a in a confused state. Mm-hmm. But like twenty nine for me is like a mixture of like still t- trying to get it right, but at the same time, like I'm releasing a lot of old stuff. I'm moving past like the twenty year old me and you know, well the twenties and. And now I'm like, okay, by the time I get to 30, by the time May comes, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be her, like the mm-hmm. person that I wanna be. Like <laughs> I feel myself moving into that version of myself. And like I'm really excited. Why do you think like we we think of 30 as like the official I'm grown age? I think we especially as a black community, it's like I'm officially grown at 30. It's just for me. I don't know like when I used to see like the older women in my family and I used to think they were so much older but mm-hmm. they were really in their 30s and like when <laughs> I think about it I'm like oh that is kind of like real for everybody it's just like when you get to 30 like it's just a feeling like oh I'm grown grown like yeah. I really I really done made it through my 20s and now that I'm 30 it's like okay I'm on some boss stuff like I done mm-hmm. figured it out I know what not to do. I know, you know, how to do certain things now. And I, I know how to do things better. So right. yeah, I think that's that's why. One thing I did notice was, um, and I, I think we talked about it last year on the birthday episode, where it's like, I think 30 is also that age where as a woman, uh, you start getting those questions a lot more often of, when are you going to settle down? Like, when are you going to have a family? When, whenever, you know, when are you going to do certain things? Um, and I definitely got that at the close out of my 29 year um, where my mom was just like, I want, I'm ready for you to have a grandchild. Granted, she got five. You not hurting for no grandchildren. You can wait. <laughs> but it's just the fact that, you know, you're the last one. So she wants one from you now. I don't know. She's like, I just want to know how it looked from you. And I'm just like, I get it. And then my sister was like, well, you ain't getting no younger. You almost 30. I'm just like, since when did 30 become the age where, you know, and I think science has a lot to do with it, too. Yeah, I was about know. to say, you know how they put out those numbers and you're like, yeah. oh, 35. Oh, you know. When you actually get to 30, it's like, oh, the time is ticking. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, like, don't rush my process either. Right. I think I've gotten over that hill. Like, I I don't know who I was talking to. It might have been you or somebody else. But I was just like, I'd be perfectly fine if I can wait till 40. Because technology might be advanced enough by then. So it's not so much of a risk for me to have a child at that age. I was like, but at that age... You know, I would have given myself all the time I needed to really enjoy, you know, life and hopefully have a stable partner by then so that I can have some help raising this. Well, 40 though? Well, Good Lord. I'm No, I know, but it, it sounded when I first thought about it, I was like, 40 is a stretch, but I'm I'm very comfortable with thinking that could be the age. But I understand like, too, like if you're, you know not necessarily putting yourself on a timeline but giving yourself enough time to be like okay I feel like once you know I've lived these years and I'm like okay 40 that might be a good time where I'm ready but at the same right. time I'm like on my end you know I kind of got started a little early <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm actually glad it happened how it happened because mm-hmm. it's just like I'm actually growing with you know my son and we're both like evolving together and he's like 
making making life better mm-hmm. in a sense and it's just like you know had I not had I waited you know had life you know been been differently I don't know if I would be as happy as I am now like mm-hmm. having having my son and being able to raise him like I'm actually like in a good place and I'm like I'm kind of glad you came when you came like it was really a blessing and it's just like you know by the time I am 40 I'm like bruh we're gonna be out here just killing it because you know (laughs) he's gonna be old enough to like really do his own thing and I just feel like that's just like real it's a real good place for me you know for my life it's just like we're growing together and like once he does reach a certain age I can look back and be like oh like we really did that together Mm -hmm. you know at 40 I can have a babysitter and nanny or something (laughs) but I don't like honestly like speaking from experience like I don't think you're want you're gonna want to you already know that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, like I feel like I feel like if you wait till forty, like you can actually take some time off of work and be with yeah. your be with your child. Like, and that's what I'm thinking. It's like it'll be more stable. And a lot of people, I, you know, you see it all the time where it's just like y'all gonna be forty carrying around infants, and that don't that ain't gonna be fun. And I'm just like, first of all, if I'm financially stable stable in other ways emotionally stable mentally stable i have a stable home to invite this little person into i would be perfectly fine i will carry that little thing around <laughs> like it ain't nothing hey, why you gotta be a thing because <laughs> i don't know what it may be and i only want it one of be them. a thing <laughs> i only want one of them <laughs> but either way like like i was telling i don't know like i was saying one of these days last week to somebody maybe it, it might have been you I don't know we had some but, conversations right <laughs> with me saying you know you thinking like oh you know I'll be ready at this point you never going to be truly ready right but at the same time like I get where you like kind of want to plan some stuff out and get some things together before because like when my son came like it was it wasn't the ideal you know time but at the same time it, it just allowed me to grow up faster mm-hmm. you know and get through things a little bit better but at the same time it's just like they come when they come you know when God decides to, to allow you to have a child it's just that's that's his time listen because it's always if you have a slip up <laughs> I mean, yeah, but stuff only covered that one percent might be possible. That that maternal switch, like it instantly, it instantly kicks in. You just like I do what I got to do for my child. Like it don't matter. So, is it true what they say about Taurus? What exactly? Are you stubborn? Are you? um... I am very stubborn. (laughs) I can admit that I am very stubborn. I am very headstrong. I listen. I just ooh, sometimes the other, especially like it's worse for me. I feel like because I was almost a Gemini, mm. so I tap into both sides, and sometimes it's not that good. <laughs> sometimes I'd be like, "Bro, you know your truth. Know your truth, bro. You gotta chill." Like sometimes, like, especially like in the past, where like I was like allow people to make me mad. Like I turned into a whole person and it was like real dark <laughs> well uh, and i'm just like ooh, that bull came out and then like them personalities on the gemini side came out like it was all a mess but here we are 
But what's the good stuff? The good stuff is I am very loving and I'm very passionate about my people. Like I do any and everything for the people that I love. And yeah. Y'all, if my best friend don't do nothing else, she gonna get some pictures of me made. I feel I have like so I feel like you need those soul. memories though. Like it's like one thing to have it on your phone, but it's another thing to like have it and you see it on your wall and you're like, oh yeah, that was a dope picture of me. Or oh yeah, oh I look good in that picture. And you can do whatever you want because you got the picture right there in your house. Yeah. That's just how I think. And I know that you think like that, but you you be forgetting. So I'm like, let me, let me do this for her. Let me help her out. So just to one recap, of these days, you're gonna need them pictures. <laughs> And I appreciate it because I got I, I got the other one right below um uh, like my big picture in my creative room um with all the little notes and everything up there. I didn't change mm-hmm. anything, so mm-hmm. hang it up one day. You welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but uh just to recap, y'all, like so she drove me down to like one of the beaches that are like close to us. We got a really nice hotel. But she doesn't like to drive, you guys. I don't like to drive. But uh like she just took care of everything and even when we got back and um had my birthday party like just going above and beyond like to make me know that like she loves me and that I'm special so I thank you like and I know I said it before yeah. but you already know I appreciate it <sighs> no and like I said on um social media like you know it's one thing for us to be seen by like a lover or even by family member but sometimes like we need somebody to go above and beyond be- to end to show us like oh I see you mm-hmm. oh I appreciate you like you know you go above and beyond for everybody else and you- sometimes you just need that person to remind you like oh I am special I am loved <laughs> I am appreciated so you know that's why I just try to make sure that you know that and you do it a lot. So I'm just waiting on your birthday because you know I'm going to run out. <laughs> you know I am. <gasps> okay, whatever. But aside from that, I think the theme of the first half of, uh, not the first half because it ain't been a half yet, but the first start of like my, my 30s, the theme that I wanted to touch on is I just want to be a woman. And so what I mean by that is a lot of times we assume this uh, superwoman identity in a lot of ways yeah and it's like and other people will allow us to assume it right Mm -hmm. but then you have to think it's just you get to a point when you get mature and you get older and you start thinking about how you want to operate in life and how you want to invite other people into your life and you think no I want the space to be imperfect too I want right. the space to be tired. I want the space to be moody. I want the space to... I want it to look like whatever I want it to look like. Right. I want the space to to be able to fall apart. Um. So I just want to focus on that and get your thoughts about, like, that whole, I guess, um, perspective. Well, you know, we always talk about it. But, like, for me, like, I feel like I'm always superwoman. Like, always. I never get to turn it off because I'm a single mom. And my family always come to me with something. And, you know, most of the time I can carry it well. But also, like, when I'm, when I actually, like, sit down at night and I'm like, dang, like, sometimes I just need, you know, somebody to be like, are you okay? Mm -hmm. Or do you need anything? Or, you know, what can I do for you? Or what do you need help with or whatever? And so sometimes it can be frustrating or whatever. 
which is why um, on the most more spiritual side, I, I have um, deepened my relationship with God because I'm just like, if I can't depend on men, I know that I can depend on God. Like mm-hmm. I can depend on him to help me to carry these burdens. Um, even some of the burdens that I put on myself, like sometimes I put on the cape when I don't even need to. Oh, it, it is so embedded and in it, us. Yeah. Oh. And it's, it's so like, you know, you just become a robot sometimes and you're just like, all right, like you ain't even had to do that. <laughs> but it's just like, it's just there, you know, like you said, it's embedded. So um, I just, sometimes I'm, well, I'm learning more in 2021 to give myself space to not be superwoman. Yeah. And to take the cape off and put, throw it in the closet and just be like, nope, you're not getting it today. Like, right. no, you're going to be an individual and you're going to focus on your individual needs, not nobody else's. Right. And it's okay if you don't answer the phone. It's okay if you put your phone on do not disturb. It's okay if you just throw a pizza in the oven for Jordan. Like, it's okay. <laughs> like, it's okay if you don't stand in the kitchen and cook. Like, it's okay to just right. be you. And I feel that too. I was like, sometimes I just don't want to be super. Um, And it was, it's a conversation I've had with, you you know, it's a theme I've I've had, you know, with men throughout my life, but also like recently it's a conversation that came up and I would get irritated with myself when I was like, you know, when I got moody or whenever I didn't feel like being, you know, social or being on and I'd be really hard on myself and I had to kind of explore that. I'm like, why do you have such an issue mm-hmm. um, with being imperfect? That's number right. one. And then, um, you know, someone was calling me superwoman and I was just like, I don't like that. And right. I had to explore that reason too. I'm like, why don't you like that? Because it, it feels like, you know, it's I'm no space here. for me, right? It's no space for me to be imperfect. Mm-hmm. And I need that space. I need that space to be irritated. I need that space to be moody. Right. I need that space to not be on one day and to like, I need, be I a need mess. space to know that it's okay to be right. moody or irritated. Right. And I need the space to be a mess and, and understand and know that I don't have to put my cape on today. Because a lot of times it's not me putting my cape on. It's not that I'm super. It's that I care. It's that I'm intentional, Um, which a lot of people, when they get in connections or when they get in friendships or, you know, even with family, they're not intentional and not, they don't care enough to, you know, fulfill someone else's experience with them. But because I do, you know, it comes off as if I'm doing a lot outside of, what I should have to do but it's just like I do it because I enjoy helping other people and it's a lot you know a lot of people have not had those experiences so like the things that we do that are natural and that are normal for us a lot of people don't get to experience experience that on a day-to-day basis Mm -hmm. so it does look super to them you know and it does feel like oh she's so amazing which I am but (laughs) it's 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 the person that I am. Like, it's my personality. It's like, I care for you. So I want to make sure you're okay. I want to make sure you're taken care of, but I need that energy reciprocated. Like I can't just be all this for you and be super, as you say, you know, and save you all the time. Sometimes I need saving. Right. And when I'm running on E, I don't want you to feel as though I'm tired of dealing with you. That just means right. I need to recharge. I just need you the can, space to recharge, right? Right. And and depending on the person, because I know I'm someone like, even if I am getting, um, you know, poured back into, I still have to pour back in myself. So right. um, that's something I'm learning too. It's like, you can have somebody on the other end that is, you know, 
putting back into you as, just as much as you put into them. But mm-hmm. you have to always go back and pour your own stuff back into your own self, you know, Sometimes and you keep that relationship. Withdraw. Right. So you can recharge in your own way. Yes. Keep that relationship with yourself no matter what. So in 30, I can definitely see me transitioning out of a mindset where, and I didn't realize it was as bad as it was because I've, you know, spoken about it multiple times about like being imperfect and being true to yourself and all this stuff in the third but when we really talk about like the ways that we are conditioned and the stuff that's embedded into our identity and into our psyche it takes more than just one conversation or one acknowledgement it's also like thinking about it like yo I've been conditioned this way for all my life so Mm -hmm. it's not going to be just one conversation it's not going to be just one day that right. is just going to change. I have to literally unpack and repack, unlearn and okay. relearn how to do stuff and how to choose myself in moments and recharge and understand like, okay, this is not a moment where I'm irritated um, with you. I'm irritated with myself because I, I need to recharge and <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I need to take a moment and it's not always you. It's just, it's a lot going on. So I'm overwhelmed and I need mm-hmm. to just take a step back and go plug up my battery. And then I, I can deal with whatever else is coming. But right. right now I just need to take a step back. Yeah. And I think I, I spoke about that uh, on Twitter last night, the whole conditioning conversation. And I'm just like, we don't understand that when it comes to breaking the ways that we are conditioned, that one, we are what conditions each other. <laughs> like we condition our friend group, we condition our family. Like it, it is us. <laughs> it's not no ominous, uh, big, bad, you know, the man It's us. <laughs> right. Um. But even with that being said, like when it comes to breaking out of those mindsets and rewiring that conditioning, it still starts with who you uh, surround yourself with and the things that you allow into your space. So that's been very important too. like seeing a change in the mindset in my friend groups um, and the women that I surround myself with. Um, even in my family and the things that they are accepting as far as, you know, how I approach life and how I approach being a, a woman and a black woman. Um, so, yeah, it's only up from here. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing I do know is I'm going to always be dealing with this damn five-year-old I got <laughs> within I myself. <laughs> I think that is an ongoing part of life. Yeah. Because especially I think especially for us right like our five-year-old kind of had to grow up fast Mm. and was never really celebrated like she was supposed to be Mm. so now that we can create that space she's like oh let me out like (laughs) at any point you know if she could just you know kind of lash out when she doesn't get loved on the way she wants to and it's like she's always been you know there she's always been you know, kind of crying out or whatever, but we've never actually taken the time to actually create the space for her. Right. So now that she has the space to come out, it's like, okay, sometimes you be like, all right, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, girl, chill out. But listen, like, you do it a lot right now. Like either yeah. she's like, extremely happy, she comes out yep. with the, the whimsical and like beautiful sunshine and then sometimes she comes out and it's just like oh girl what is wrong with you yep. Yep. 
but the interesting dynamic that I realized is like, first of all, when I look at everybody, everybody has an inner child, right? Um, don't know the official term for it, but everybody does have one. I know that mm-hmm. everybody nurtures theirs in their own way. So we'll get into how we nurture ours. But um, when you're dealing with someone else who shows their inner child, and I'm really good at dealing with, you know, people's inner five-year-old, seven-year-old, whatever. But then when mine is out and then theirs is out. At the same time, the it's same. a little difficult. Yeah, I understand. Have you ever experienced anything like that? Um, Like I said on one of these episodes, I haven't really been in a lot of relationships. So mm-hmm. I've. I, can, I really can't say that I have dealt with a lot of situations where I had to deal with. I think it was it was more so mine, like screaming, like, can you see me? Can you mm-hmm. hear me? For the, the situations that I was in. So I don't even think like the situations lasted long enough for me to see their inner child because of the barrier that was already created. You know, but sometimes we learn learn to suppress it with some people because they don't make space for it well i know i suppressed it a lot but i'm saying like seeing theirs like you know that you know guys want to be seen as hard and they you know they they don't want to tap into that side of them you know they want to feel like they got to put up a wall or whatever so i felt like i've always gotten a wall from people and like my inner child has been screaming Mm -hmm. but she still wasn't able to come out so i kind of suppressed her so that's why like even now i can recognize like i mean i'm not in a relationship but I can re- I can recognize her like when she wants to come out and I'm like okay you can come out and play now like you know I'll love on you or yeah. you know or I'm like all right now you gotta chill out like you gotta go you gotta go and chill out because like, what you need you much. need a nap what you want to <laughs> eat girl and most of the time most of the time it's because I need a nap when she comes out because it's just are like, you hungry or you just well, she doesn't really come out with the hungry part it's more because I'm tired she'll come out and she'll be like I need a nap. The hunger part comes out where it's just like, I want something specific. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, the adult in me is like, girl, you got food at the house. <laughs> and then the child part of me is like, sometimes you gotta, but I won't doubt it. you like, well, we but I won't make McDonald's. I won't make McDonald's. Chicken nuggets. <laughs> Not the chicken. Chicken nuggets. <laughs> so, how do you nurture your uh, inner child? Um, by doing all the things that I I once told myself that I couldn't do, like mm-hmm. um, whether it's just sitting on the couch all day and resting, or just mm-hmm. going to get my nails done, you know, or whatever. And I've always like I've I've always kind of taken care of myself, but like you know, being an adult, you like okay, no, nah, we can't do that this week or whatever. But sometimes. It's like you have you have the resources for it, but you're you're just so scared to use them because yeah. you always feel like you you need to save them for something. And just choosing myself in those moments where I'm like conditioned to be like, oh no, you don't need to do that. You don't need to spend that money. Oh, that but delayed then, gratification. Yeah, and it's just like, nah, you need to love on yourself today. So go do something that you want to do, or just mm-hmm. going to get some ice cream, or you know, watching my favorite movie or whatever, like whatever I feel like doing in the moment. That's just right. what I do. I think I, I know when I'm taking care of, or I'm dealing with my five-year-old, whenever I have that, it's like a, a childlike joy that you feel in your good. So like, 
I might put on some cartoons or mm-hmm. um, right now I'm in the process of getting a rubber ducky because <laughs> that's what I want when I take my baths and it sounds stupid. And I was talking to a friend about it. Shout out to uh, Rick from Rick and Naaman uh, hey. podcast. But um, I was like, dang, why why do I like rubber ducky so much? And why do I want it every time I take a bath? And the, the reason why is because I loved Sesame Street as a child. <laughs> I still love Sesame Street. Don't don't judge me. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a child, and then they have the they have the song with Bert and Ernie, the Rubber Ducky song. You remember that song? I think so. I really don't. Anyway, I and yeah. since then, as a child, I wanted a Rubber Ducky. I never had any, and so me as an adult, I still want like that kind of stuff. And it sounds like, you know, we're we're conditioned to be like, oh, some stuff is just, it's childish. You shouldn't want you know or to do this or do that. And it's just like if it's not hurting anybody, and I'm feeling. Like I'm taking care of a essential part of me because this inner child property is never going to go away and she's not harming anything, you know, then why not? Right. Um, it could be something like you, like we were saying earlier, like when I get irritated and I feel like I'm, I'm being unreasonable <laughs> and a lot of times it's because I'm sleepy. Um, that's how I take care of her by giving her the things that she needs. And of course it's all me. I'm taking care of me. And a lot of times nurturing that inner child is, it looks a lot like self-care because that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, let's transition a little bit and talk about like friendships and adult relationships, friends, transitioning and evolving with the better version of ourselves. So I don't know if I discussed this before on the podcast or not. Maybe it was just a random conversation I was having without the mic on. But I think that the the most important piece you have to have in any connection, whether it be a friendship or relationship, is having that ability to evolve because we as people change. Mm-hmm. And I think um, late 20s and then entering your 30s is when you realize that not every connection has that ability and that it is okay to walk away from some things that aren't serving you so true a lot of times you can look into your own connections and realize the ways that they are evolving with you and that you get to like with our relationship our friendship it's evolved into like a whole nother level I think we were talking about that um the other day where it's just like we you kind of level up every so often Mm -hmm. because you know our friendship has the ability to evolve with us so how do you feel about like that stuff <laughs> um I guess like I'll start off with like our friendship. Like I noticed like I don't know what oh I, I do know what happened. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it was like when you was dealing with your vulnerability issues and mm-hmm. I was I ca- kind of called you out and told you like how it made me feel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, but afterwards, I was like, bro, like, we just, we just reached a, another level, because I'm just like, we, I, I'm not gonna say we've never been in that type of situation, but it was, like, really big for me to be like, okay, nah, this ain't gonna work for me, like, because normally, like, our, our relationship flows, like, good, mm. but, like, I feel like the older that we get, like, we kind of run into, like, certain roadblocks and it's just like okay we're gonna address this like now before it gets worse and so like I feel like that was one of the one of the first times like we actually like had like 
one of them heart to hearts where it's like, all right, bro, like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do something about this because this ain't gonna work. <laughs> yeah, she was gonna act like she wouldn't go talk to me. I was like, oh hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like she was, she, I felt like an outsider in her life for, for the first time. And I was just like, yeah, I don't really like this. So I'm gonna call her out on it. And I'll call a spade a spade. I can tell. So I'm transitioning into a new connection with someone. And y'all already know I talk about vulnerability issues all the time up here, but it's not just for the sake of talking. Like there are actually issues <laughs> and I do this show so that I can confront myself all the time but that doesn't mean that I'm good at it all the time in my actual life and so I was keeping not keeping things secret but I didn't want to talk about them and when I was talking about them because she was the only person I was really uh, discussing like the connection with and when I was talking to her it was just like I was still very guarded still didn't want I was uncomfortable just talking about it in general and she called me out on my shit <laughs> and um the first time she well she was calling me out for a while and then she told me one of them last time she was like you do this again and I ain't gonna talk to you for a couple of days <laughs> and I did it again without knowing I did it and her ass was really not letting to talk to me for a couple of days and so we had to have like a real conversation and then the conversation like not only did like our friendship evolve, but like she made me come face to face with why I was having such a hard time talking about it. And I ended up crying. And yeah, I mean, it was still a release. Like you released the why mm-hmm. in that moment. And it's just like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Like this is, this is okay for me to, to do. And you know, we evolved from there. All right now on my end since you will call me out go um, ahead because i knew it was coming <laughs> my head all bobbling um <laughs> we had a situation where somebody y'all somebody made my best friend cry and if i could like <laughs> <laughs> they didn't necessarily make me cry but it was the situation that right. and i suppressed it and i did not realize how hurt i was because right. I'm always, you know, I'm always like, I'm, I'm good, I'm good, and I just move on from it. But no, nah, she was <laughs> not. Good. She was capping. She was I not was good. So, and then the situation made me so mad to the point where I like just broke down and cried. But I right. needed that. I, now, I granted, it. we've been friends ten plus years, best friends at least ten, ten about ten years, so mm-hmm. probably a little more. I don't know. Lost count. Um. I had never seen her cry in person outside of a funeral or death. Bad, y'all. I know that. Y'all, I, know I didn't realize that. <laughs> I didn't realize it. So she texts me and she's just like, you busy? And you could feel energy over a text like that. So I called or whatever. I had, I, I had just been waking up from a, a good old nap too. And I was just like, I had put the phone back down after she had texted me. I was like, no, let me call her. And I called and immediately I was like, what was wrong? Because <laughs> she was trying to act like, wasn't anything wrong with her? And as the conversation progressed, she broke down crying. Y'all, I'm tearing up on the other side of the phone. I'm just like, I don't know what to do. And then I realized, I was like, why am I having such a hard time with seeing her cry? It's because I had never seen her cry before. <laughs> you had to get loud like that? Yes. <laughs> because that's how it happened in my mind like I was just like what's happening like why I know like I get emotional when other people get emotional because I'm really empathetic I was like but why why does this feel like this and I was like you ain't never seen her cry 
y'all and it was like even in the moment like i kind of still dried it up like <laughs> i cried for probably like two minutes i take that back i take that back i had seen you cry before it just had been years and it wasn't for a death situation it was for what about? it was um it was a person that had made you cry you, you remember that day we was um you came home we were in the apartment and you didn't even go to to where to your room you came to my oh, room oh because i was tired i was tired of him <laughs> yeah I, oh i remember that i cried plenty plenty of times because i was tired but that was like the way where it's like yeah you broke down in front of me but that was what six seven Ooh, years ago that was, that was still a long time ago. yeah so y'all i'm not a crier y'all <laughs> like it it takes a lot for me to cry like even like with god like i realized that like i don't cry and i'm just like is something wrong with me and he was, <laughs> and he was like no he was like you're just who you are but like if i cry i'm really hurt or i'm really upset but i know that I hold a lot like I can hold a lot mm-hmm. inside like and it's not good not to say it's healthy or anything but I know that I can hold a lot inside and it just be like that one thing that one cherry that cherry on top man <laughs> come tumbling down everything like just comes out and that's that's really like how I release a lot like I, I'll build up build up build up but like when I cry I'm just like, oh, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> right. It, it'd be like. <laughs> but it'd be my fault, though, because it's just like, bro, you could you could have just shed a tear. Or you could have just released this right. long time ago. But, you know, you just let it build up. But so the I'm, evolution. I'm trying to do better, y'all. Yeah. The evolution in that is like we realized it wasn't so much about the situation itself. But the lesson in it was that you yourself had to get over certain vulnerability issues to receive some of the blessings that are coming your way and you know that that is something like a good friendship you can have those moments and you can like come to realizations and epiphanies within yourself and within your own life through the experience of with another person and I would hope that for anybody because the other side of that that I mentioned was like I've had some friendships that it's just like yeah we've been friends for you know a while but you get to a point where it's just like okay our connection has changed or um we don't really know each other like that anymore and it's okay to step back from those things that don't serve you it's not saying that you got to beef with a person because there's no right. reason to it's just saying that okay we have taken the time to get what we can get from this connection and now we can step back from it and understand that we can appreciate it for what it was, from when it was, and right. be okay with that. Yeah, um, I realize like a lot of connections. I well, I hold on to be, to people first off, like mm. past their expiration date. I know, like, okay, this this not going nowhere, or this friendship is over, or it's reached its peak, and it's okay. Like if we, you know, just talk whenever. Right. or reach out whenever and like that was hard for me because it's just like I really you know you kind of want to keep people in a certain capacity and you're just like no you don't need to but <laughs> right <laughs> and you know I I appreciate what I'm learning like as the days 
as the, as the countdown continues and I'm like almost 30, but I'm still like 29 and I'm still learning. And it's just like, all of this is beneficial because when I turn 30, it's just like, oh, I needed to, I needed to let those things go. I needed to release that mm-hmm. so that I can enter into 30 and be, you know, fabulous. And, and have exactly and around you. And not not ha- be traveling with all them bags behind me. Okay. Bag lady. So you, you <laughs> have exactly around you exactly what is meant to be around you. And I think I had to, I, it was a couple of days ago. I hadn't, um, I had an old friend that I had recently reconnected with and I realized I hadn't talked to this person in a while and I was just like dang you know I'm slacking as a friend I need to talk to this person it was just like but every time you talk to this person it feels forced the the connection has changed like and are you going to continue to force a connection or are you going to just allow it to be what it was and appreciate it for what it was and let it go and I was just like you know what (laughs) inner person that's Mm -hmm. talking to me you're right (laughs) so that's what I did and I was just like okay well you know if if they reach out I'll always be available for a listening ear or a shoulder or whatever but as far as like continuously feeling like I have to maintain certain connections that are not the same we're not doing that no more in 30 (laughs) we're not not draining ourselves like we we did enough of that in our 20s like all I can say is I'm here for you if you need me That's or it. I wish you the best with whatever. Like, and I'm not tracking I, you down either. Yeah. Like, and, I'm just like, cause I, it's so many times where I beat myself up and be like, dang, I should have checked in on that person or dang, I should have reached out. And it's just like, bro, you got a whole lot of stuff going on. Like it, it's okay. If you don't be the one to reach out all the time and it's right. like, I'm good. <laughs> and you just have to keep reminding yourself, like, you're okay. It's okay to be in this space. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm, I'm for me. I'm just like, if I say I'm here, you you can hit me up whenever, or you know whatever the case may be. Like I I got you. I'm not gonna keep checking in. Right. And you. I'm not gonna you keep repeating myself at all. You need to know whenever you need to reach out to get whatever support or help you need because we all got a life. And I had to realize, like, a lot of my issue was not taking people up on that offer because it was a genuine offer. But just because people weren't hitting me up as many times as I wanted them to hit me up, then I'm thinking, oh, well, I got to do I'm dealing with it on my own. (laughs) Like, Girl, no, you had a whole support system that they were telling you literally, if you ever need anything, we're here because they weren't always in your, your, you know, your face every day pulling you out of whatever issue you had with like going to get help then you just assume help wasn't there mm-hmm. really available for you but no that's not how this works anymore <laughs> and right. so if I ever tell you I got you you can hit me up actually hit me up because guess what I'm not about to do keep hitting you up telling you I'm here okay I'm not about to keep screaming in your face <laughs> I just <laughs> nah um the next thing I want to talk about is like embracing that we don't know all there is to know. Um, I think I'm getting to a point in life where I, I made peace with like understanding that there are just some things I'm just not going to know in life. The existential questions that we try to like argue each other down about on Twitter or the, the conversations we have at the dinner table where it's just like, who's right who's wrong we don't know because there's so many different possibilities we'll never know <laughs> so I kind of made a deal with God I'm like God 
when I die, just let me ask all questions I want to ask so I can know all there is to know because I'm not going to know all there is to know in this life, not in this form. Um, are there any things that you struggle with, like not knowing? Um, I think in this current season, I am being forced to be okay with not knowing and and diving into the uncertainty of life mm. and being okay with that. And so for me, I've always wanted to have a plan. Gotta have a plan A through Z mm-hmm. for, for life. And contingency plans on the plan. Okay. And I'm basically like in a in a season where I'm just like, God, I'm I'm giving it all to you. Like whatever it's supposed to look like for me, here you go. And it's very hard for me because I've always operated in my own own will. <laughs> and I've always tried to, you know, have a plan and execute the plan exactly how I laid it out and it's just like right you do know that if it if you do it another way you're still going to get there you're still <laughs> going to get to that same destination and so I in that way I feel like I'm okay with not knowing because it's just like I'm not going to know everything anyway so right I gotta be okay <laughs> you know and I gotta just let it be what it is and so I'm I'm struggling I'm not struggling as bad but it's like fighting your anxiety to be like oh Mm -hmm. what's your plan or what you gonna do or what if it doesn't work out and it's just like it's worked out all the all the times before Mm -hmm. so it's trying to have that healthy balance between doing your part and also knowing that it's only so much you can do (laughs) so I think um last night on twitter you guys can follow me lbf talks um on Twitter but I was like I know the things I know and I don't know the things I don't know but I'll have I'll happily continue to explore both knowing I will never know all Mm -hmm. so we can always be curious about what the future may bring or what's out there behind the veil of reality and all that good stuff like curiosity is amazing but if you allow it to get out of control it's like also killed the cat okay (laughs) meow okay so you gotta (laughs) you gotta understand how to control that part of yourself because I know for me sometimes my curiosity can like go down a rabbit hole and it can be in a frenzy and I have to hone myself back in but once I made peace with like I'm not gonna know everything all right I might know some things and I might still be a little iffy on others but the reality of it is we just not going to know everything there is to know. And we have to be okay with moving forward in our lives, whether it be our own personal experience or whether it be on the grandest scale of society in the world. Like you have to move forward with your life, mm-hmm. not being afraid to, to live. It, and learning that it's a lot of times it's okay to go with the flow. Like sometimes, <laughs> Well, like, my, my, my quote is I go with the flow when I know where the flow is going <laughs> I, but I get I know where that comes from and I'm gonna I'm get to that that side <laughs> but I'm talking about in life in general like just going with the flow of life and letting letting life guide you mm-hmm. to those places where you're supposed to be but when we get into connections and stuff we not just going with the flow okay? where is flow going baby 
Cause I need you to have, I need you to have a clear path. Like we can go with the flow long as we know that what what direction we're going in. Like we can't just be out here and just be like, oh yeah, we're going with the flow. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Like tell me what you see for us. What mm-hmm. path do you see for us? Cause I'm a I'm a swim up a stream like them salmon and it was. <laughs> Say like the country, no, like I'm them salmon. So Wait, is it the Is it the trout or salmon? What's swim upstream? I don't know. And that's <laughs> one of the things that I'm okay with not knowing. Okay. <laughs> Builders, let us know. Which one. <laughs> I don't eat fish, so I don't know nothing about. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, nothing about that. But um, yeah. All right, so I want to play a little '90s sitcom trivia oh, to see what we do know and what we don't oh, know oh man here we go alright <laughs> question number one what TV sitcoms did Tashina Arnold have roles in major and minor A. Martin B. The Cosby Show C. Everybody Hates Chris D. Thea wait what, what was the question <laughs> Listen, that mind was wondering. Listen, focus, Kira. No, okay. Because at first I had to, I had to get the picture of Tashina Arnold in my head. You want me to send you the link no, so no, you no. can look at it? Okay. What TV sitcoms did Tashina Arnold have roles in? Major and minor. A. Martin. B. The Cosby Show. C. Everybody Hates Chris. D. Thea. I can pick two answers. Yeah, I, it said major and minor. Martin? Yeah. Everybody hates Chris? Yeah. It's Pam. Why you was apprehensive? Because <laughs> my mind is just not connecting the two. I don't know why. It, first of all, it, it's a little early, so give me a minute. Okay. Number two. Ooh. Jada Pickett Smith got her start on what sitcom? Entanglement. Second this one. <laughs> Entanglement. <laughs> <laughs> that damn <laughs> voice over there. <laughs> okay. A, The Fresh Prince, B, The Cosby Show, C, A Different World, D, The Jamie Foxx Show. Where the hell is that? Because I think. Where did she get her start? Uh-huh. I know the answer. You want me to read the choices again? Yeah. A, The Fresh Prince, B, The Cosby Show, C, A Different World, D, The Jamie Foxx Show. It's a, di- a different world. I was, I was about to say a different world. Where you come from? A side note, y'all. I've been rewatching the Jamie Foxx show, like it's right so before funny. I go to sleep. It's so funny. Like he is, oh, he is underrated. Like my God. that man is so talented in like his comedy level. Listen, I just I love him. I love him. All things Jamie Foxx. I love him. Okay. Elise Neal played the love interest. I don't of even the- know who that is. Let me see. My bad. Go ahead. At least Neil played the love interest of Dwayne Martin on what sitcom? A. All of Us. B. The Parenthood. C. The Hughleys. D. Between Brothers. Who is Elise? She um uh. Cause I be I know people's faces, but I don't know their names. You would know her face. I just don't know how to describe her. But I I think the answer is uh all of us. Cause Dwayne Martin is you know the real husbands of Hollywood. 
the one that be scamming. Okay, so you remember that show? That show used to come on like CB, uh, CBN. Or something. I might do, but I, it's been a while, so I don't. Yeah, Y'all maybe. let me know if I'm right because this ain't that, this thing ain't got the answers. Okay, okay, come on, phone. You know your phone retarded. What's your favorite shows from the um nineties though? Fresh Prince, Martin, uh, A Different World. Oh, this thing making me do do it. Jamie, you already know how I feel about the Jamie Foxx show. <laughs> and Martin. Bruh. This group and the Fresh Prince. Like, I could watch them over and over and, like, still laugh like I've never seen them before. So one thing we are going to be doing for this month, this love month, is uh, at least one episode. I don't know if we're going to be able to do all yeah, of them. Yeah, we're going to have to scale it down because, yeah. you know, it was, it was very ambitious of us to be <laughs> oh, we could do this. Not factoring in life and all the other stuff we have going on. Okay. So, but we are gonna be doing our own like So we mo- should so it's only one 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 episode of okay. Yeah, but we'll condense it. So we'll yeah. we'll do a few. So whether we choose like Love Jones, Love and Basketball. Listen, um, Love Jones gotta be in there because the way <laughs> listen, it was just certain lines that just leave me like oh but you know some people really don't like love jones they don't get it I, and i get that but i'm talking about personally me that's, that's for me in my house <laughs> when he when they was in the rain hey that's i know that's your favorite part i love you and that's urgent like a oh hey. man okay. here's a that part right there just messes me up every time quincy's father from love and basketball play for which nba team Man, this this you listen to it now as many times as you watch that movie. Maybe you can hear it. I don't remember. Go ahead. Okay. New York Knicks, Chicago Bulls, Los Angeles, Los Angeles Lakers, the Los Angeles Clippers. Don't none of that. It's the Clippers, if I'm not mistaken. Let me see. Don't none of that. It's the Clippers. Because I remember his jersey. You you gotta remember his jersey. Listen, the way my brain set up, I I can't pull nothing right now. Sorry. Okay. At the end of Best Man, Harper proposes to who? Shelby, Jordan, Robin, or Mia? You said at the end? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> it, propose to somebody else. His best best friend wedding, he already slept with his wife. You couldn't wait. <laughs> we need to do this one too. <laughs> Shelby, Jordan, Robin, it, or Mia. It wasn't Shelby. It, it wasn't me. It wasn't. Robin. It, yeah. Man, listen. I have a <laughs> process of elimination. Y'all, my brain is still asleep a little bit. Like, Okay. Where were Lucky and Justice taking a road trip to in Poetic Justice? Oh, I was going to say, who is Lucky? <laughs> Yo, the, your 90s trivia is... <laughs> Y'all, my mind is just not on this game. <laughs> and I don't even know where it is, but okay, it takes me a minute to process stuff. So you said lucky. Injustice taking a they were taking a road trip to where in poetic justice. Dang, San Diego, Boston, Chicago, Oakland. 
I don't even know this one because I've never it's watched Oakland. this. Huh? Is it Oakland? Let's see. Yep, it is Oakland. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, Lord. Okay. The phrase by Felicia came from which movie? By Felicia. <laughs> Wait until exhale Friday. Us or Crooklyn? Friday. Yep. You know that's my favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so I'm sorry. As I was saying before, we are going to be reviewing some black love movies, and we're going to, you know, say if it's a a love story or a nightmare. Because <laughs> some of those, I don't Ooh, want. I feel like the builders should send in like their love stories. Well, I already got them sending in their hotels. So well, also... I get that too but <laughs> for the for the love month, because <laughs> there are some builders that are in love. Uh huh. Yes, if you want to send in your love stories for us to share on our Black Love Cinema episode, you can always email uh, Let's Build Futures at all things LBF. That is all things LBF at gmail.com. And I will share them anonymously on the show um, whenever I like we. I should start something for the single people. What do you mean? start something so we singles can be heard too <laughs> we singles is it a club yeah <laughs> you know the the, the love connect has got their own club and stuff so so let's talk social media at 30 i know you ain't quite there yet but let's just go ahead and throw you in with the rest of us <laughs> i'm not even there with the social media stuff so okay um recently um we had like this week the black the blacklash well i guess you could say that too but the backlash from like um chloe bailey did you see that on, online bits and pieces but you know i be in and out so i don't really like pay attention to a lot of stuff yeah so she's been like sharing um a lot of you know images videos of her just being a powerful sensual oh, woman celebrating herself yeah celebrating herself online and she got a lot of very negative comments about you know her I knew being, that was gonna come though right um Im- immoral and grown and um just in a negative light like you know the whole conversation of hyper hyper sexuality for women and a lot of it was coming from women of course so as a part of this conversation as social media at 30 do i feel like our generation is now becoming the generation that we had that was kind of like judging us for the things that we were doing but it's a cycle so right but i think a lot of it comes from like just being jealous you know insecure um you don't know how it looks to celebrate yourself and to be comfortable in so your own body because you never someone else celebrates it. Right. So <clears throat> do you feel like at 30, our generation, not you personally, but as a whole, do you feel like we're starting to become what our predecessors were to us in a negative yes. way? Yes. <laughs> I do feel like that. I just, I don't know. I don't know how to even put it into words. It's just I see like, it between Facebook. Like I, I follow. You know, I don't have a lot of followers on Facebook because I'm never up there. But I do follow a good amount of people, and I can see the difference where the people that are on Facebook seem to be a lot more judgmental than the people that are on like Instagram and Twitter. And I'm just like, okay, y'all, 
you can be a family person and still embrace yourself fully. But that's the thing, like, I feel like the times are changing to where we're having to address a lot of the deep-rooted issues, right? Mm -hmm. So, it's like when I don't love myself, I don't want nobody else to love themselves around Misery loves company. So, it's like, okay, Facebook, I only show this part of myself. IG, I only show this part of myself. Twitter, I only show this part of myself. Like, but it's just like, it's okay to combine all of it and show all of it wherever you feel like it. Right. And it's basically like speaking your truth. Like, I can celebrate myself and you're offended, but you don't even take the time to celebrate yourself. So you don't know what that looks like for you. And I hate to say it, but a lot of the the things that I see with the women who make comments like the ones I've seen, because it's not just her. She's just an example, right? Chloe Bailey. It's just the example of women, you know, being empowered in their truth and getting judged for it. So the similarities I see is that a lot of these women, like y'all have gotten lost in a world where you make it all about either a man or your family and you follow in these same traditions where it's like, right. You follow the same moral compass that your grandmother's followed and you're not even truly happy yourself. You just tell yourself that you are. Yep. Or tell yourself that this is how I have to be. Right. Meanwhile, when's the last time you actually like enjoyed yourself in a real way? Well, you weren't it's looking. so many people that don't even know what being alone looks like. Looks like. Like, or choosing yourself in the moment. Like, they don't know what that looks like. And it's real interesting when we have this conversation where people will say, well, you know, a lot of these women look for validation on online. But I'm like, well, you're married and you make your whole life about your marriage and, and your, your children or whatever. You look for validation from your husband and your children. So I don't know why you're focused on on someone else and how they're experiencing life when you need to be cleaning up your own. So that's just a little nugget to It's another situation <laughs> recently, like I seen where it was like one of the people that I follow, like she had a birthday party and the people that chose to help her celebrate or like the churchy people, right? Mm-hmm. So but people forget like their kids they're young adults like they can enjoy themselves however but because of religion and how you think that people are supposed to act Mm -hmm. and so I guess like one of the people that was there shared videos online and like the church people saw it so like they just oh like I know I know they ain't out there drinking I know they ain't out there twerking or whatever and I was just like Y'all so judgmental to the, it. J- y'all just look stupid in the face. Cause I'm just like, you do know one sin is not higher than the other. That, and this goes over people's heads so much. And I just be like, y'all. <laughs> but even still, I'm just like, <clears throat> your problem is you don't know what celebration looks like. All mm-hmm. you do is sit in the house all day and spectate. And if you wasn't and in gossip. the house spe- spectating and gossiping and out here trying to do something that makes you happy or celebrate or go somewhere, and get out of your house maybe you wouldn't have time to see the type of stuff that you see right you know but that's just my two cents <laughs> you better speak all this sister <laughs> i'd be so tired of these people I, that's and that's why i don't i'm not really on social media like 
I'm yeah. on social media social media for my business purposes. But when it comes to personal stuff, like I just get so irritated. I'm just like, let me go ahead and withdraw myself. Because when I start speaking my mind, it's I'm gonna cut a lot of people. So let me just go ahead and remove right. Because even like so I had a moment where it's just like you, you saw the pictures I took for my birthday. <laughs> um, but for me it was just like girl you 30 you gorgeous like it took a really long time for you to get to a point where you didn't care about how anybody felt about your body and your shape and your type that it's just like really just being appreciative of who I am and so I was just like you know what this might not be for everybody but I'm gonna share it like at the end of the day I don't care if you like it or not but for me it's art for me it's expression and that's what I I dive into whenever I try to share any part of myself online and I was just having a a conversation the other day where it's just like let's be clear nobody can shame me for what I share online because I share it with intention (laughs) so you can't run to tell nobody oh look at what she did and think I'm gonna be embarrassed because at the end of the day if I do choose not to share on certain social media platforms, it's out of respect for how that other person feels. And usually it's just my mama. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. So, and I don't feel like having that conversation, but at the end of the day, if it ever becomes a conversation, understand that I'm a stand in what I did and I'm not going to be ashamed of it because there's nothing to be ashamed of. So when you take ownership of your image and your persona, on social media you you use it as a tool which I was having that conversation too with someone it was just like once you understand why you're doing the things that you're doing and the purpose behind it nobody can take that from you right so when you're intentional with what you do nobody can say this is why you're doing it and for you to sit there and feel as though it's some truth or validity to it and be shamed about it no I know I shared it no I'm not ashamed if you feel some type of way I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's a button, you know, that does it. And it's unfollow, mm. unfriend. But also, like, I had to check myself, too. Because, like, I'm also in, in the season where I'm, like, appreciating my body and appreciate and how I look. Naked and naked. Like, naked as in, like, no wig, no weave, no lashes no makeup no i i've never really been a makeup person but when our face was beat for that birthday listen <laughs> honey y'all need to go back and look at them pictures honey y'all go look that at was my pictures. first time getting my makeup professionally done <laughs> but like i'm glad that it happened when it happened because had i not been going through the stripping and the the stripping away of things that i was hiding behind I would have never been able to like wear the makeup proudly and be like, mm-hmm. okay, I know that I'm beautiful with or without the makeup. But like it was, it was, it's been points, places where, or points in my life where I've shared for likes or shared for validation. And sometimes I had to check myself and I'm like, okay, am I sharing this for me or am I sharing it for the likes? Right. Am I sharing it for the validation? And I'm just standing in my truth and knowing that, okay, you have to validate yourself right so that regardless of if anybody comments on it or likes it you know that you're beautiful and you know that you like the picture right so 
And I think that's that's one of the things, like, the fact that you even ask yourself that question. Because for me, I'm like, I've never been a particularly popular person. I've been a likable person. But popular is a stretch, <laughs> you know? So it might be some days I might get a couple likes. Guess who don't care? <laughs> you know, because I don't, I've learned to be validated without the gaze of other people right um and I do think it's a conversation to be had is you know show how social media does encourage us to want that attention and want that validation in certain ways and we can't have that conversation without shaming people mm-hmm. that's the difference um when you point the finger at somebody for doing something that you yourself do in a totally different way and that's what I'm saying a lot of these women that are standing in what moral ground they feel like they have it's just like girl you doing this in as a pick me you know what I'm saying? Because you feel like you can be validated and thinking that you're chaste and thinking that you're moral more so than any other woman who does the things that you don't agree with. And you got to be at, at this age, at 30, I'm realizing like, well, I've been reala- realized it, but it's okay to have a, a different view of life and not to agree with stuff, but not to judge it so harshly. Right. Like when you're pointing the finger, you do realize you have fingers pointing back at you. So Look like it's it's the it's just the conversation that we've had so many times. It's just like you're not doing the inner work. You're not doing the inside work. So you're just lashing out, but you're not really understanding like why are you so upset about this situation? Like it has right. nothing to do with you. Like or sometimes it does. The reason why you're so upset is because you have someone who's expressive in a way that you feel like you can't be. And when you get to the core of it, it's like yeah this ain't got nothing to do with you if that's not for you that's not for you then but you you don't have any right to tell somebody that the way that they're choosing to be a woman is the way that they're choosing to live life is wrong because you just assuming you're doing it right <laughs> and then like the the moral ground that we choose to stand on like it's flawed yeah and it's just like you do know that that came from somebody that <laughs> that didn't take the time to do to do the inner work either like they just passed it on to you so you feel like oh this is the bible like this i have to i have to say it like this or i have to do it like this i have to do stuff like this. no you don't it's okay if you shake up some stuff in your life and be like oh you know that might have worked for them but they don't work for me no more. right that doesn't make me feel good to, to, to judge people like that that doesn't make me feel good to talk about people like that like it's okay no, like, do things differently right because our conditioning has been conditioned and yep. once you realize that sometimes you're gonna make mistakes sometimes you are going to handle situations wrong but that reflection and that self-evaluation sometimes you need to look in the Ooh, mirror excuse me sometimes you gotta look in the mirror all right so anything else we left off on this birthday conversation you um, say you want to ask me some questions mm. i can't remember because i didn't write them down Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to take this shot. What oh, my. Oh, happy oh. birthday to me. Okay, spirit. <laughs> I think I was just wanting to know, like, well, you talked about how you enjoyed your birthday, but, like, just going into depth about, like, how your how your 30th birthday was for you. Um, You want me to start from the trip we took? start wherever um so coming into 30 so y'all I took some PTO um because I 
during COVID, I think a lot of us weren't taking time off, um, especially if you were someone who was working from home majority of the time. It just felt like at first we were thinking it was redundant until we realized that we really had no work-life balance <laughs> anyway. So I took some um, paid time off so that I can just focus on like transitioning into a new year of my life. And I started off with just like chilling, getting stuff straight uh, so that we can go and take this small little trip. Um, if it was any different circumstances, I, prob- I probably would have been out the country. But because of COVID, we had to stay a little close to home, especially with the change of the administration. Um, a big concern of mine was like restrictions being put on travel. So we did something simple and we went to the beach, got a really, really great hotel Shout out to my best friend for choosing it. And um, I don't know. It was really oh, just. I had to tell them about that too. <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off. But y'all in the process of like planning for her birthday, right? Like when I tell y'all she was being a brat, she was being a brat. Not. Because like, you, like we're, we've been talking about that idea in your head, right? So like she was just like, oh. I have this this idea and I'm sticking to it. Like I I don't I, I'm not I'm not moving. This is what I want and da, da da da. And I was like Crystal. But where that came from was I felt like I had to adjust so much already because of the circumstances that I was just like I want what I want <laughs> at this very simple level because it was just like I had already made so many changes. I couldn't go where I wanted to go. I couldn't go as far as I wanted to go. I couldn't have the people there that I wanted to have there. And so I was just like, once I had settled on one idea, I wanted to stick to it and see it through. But I'm glad it happened. But me being her best friend, you know, I talked her into getting outside of herself. And so I was like, okay, I get it. But at the same time, we got to we got to think outside the box a little bit. So I was just looking at some stuff, not like everything. She was kind of shooting me down a lot, but I was like, all right. I was like, okay, I'm starting to get like, where, where's she coming from? I'm right, starting get, get I'm, <laughs> I'm starting to paint the picture in my mind. So I was like, okay. I was like, I got you. So I would show her pictures and she was like, oh yeah, I remember that place. Or, oh yeah, I like that. So got that out of the way. Then <laughs> she was like, she wanted something else. And which was a party. And I was like, oh, here we go. Here we go again. <laughs> Look, I just wanted to have a party. So everything she thought about as far as like doing something at the beach or whatever. So then luckily somebody had somebody had said something to her, I guess about like the distance or something. Because she wanted to have it at the beach. So I was like, you know what? I was like, why, won't, why don't we just do it at my place? And she was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like she was being a total brat y'all and then i was like bro I was like, okay, I but pause for a second but, i was treating okay so y'all i've with go ahead turning 30 okay <laughs> and for me her inner child was out running around y'all she was wild but when i realized i was like once i had decorated your place and everything i realized i was like i'm treating this like i'm i'm getting engaged or married and i was like this is how it's supposed to be like you're not supposed to wait for like someone else to come in and like be able to celebrate a monumental moment in your life this turning 30 was a big deal for me because in my mind my spirit just feels like it's still 21 <laughs> so for me to be turning 30 I don't know why it was such a big deal but I was just like I, have I mean to it is a big myself. deal but I had to get her to realize like 
you can allow other people to do things for you and to celebrate you. So like I let I allowed her to to decorate the party scene by herself. But like when we got to the beach, like I literally was like, nah, like you gonna stay in the room, you gonna do your own thing in the room. And I got everything else. Like, and I literally had to get her out of the mindset. Cause like I get it, you know, you're so used to doing everything by yourself that you don't you don't really allow people to come in and to to do things for you. So I was like, I was like, all right, I got you. So I was everything was like element of surprise. I'd be like, nope, stay in the room, you can't come out yet. <laughs> and like I'll just like, you know, make make something happen in the living room or whatever. So, you know, just to be yeah. able to put a smile on her face, like yeah, just those moments. Breakfast, you got me chocolate and strawberries I wanted. Um, got me the dinner I wanted. So it was just like a really, really um amazing experience. But I already told y'all like I'm her boyfriend. So <laughs> <laughs> tell us if you need some pointers, I got you. And also pay attention to those conversations. Like if they mention it more than once, that's something that they really want. Okay. <laughs> but not okay. only that but like whenever you have friends that treat you well as well as you treat yourself like you you know and this is for anybody this don't have to be pertaining to the ladies um fellas you too whenever you have friends that treat you well and you treat yourself well that means that it's going to be that much more harder for somebody else to come in and treat give you the bare minimum because you got used to a standard where it's just like no nah, I deserve every a little bit year, more. Every year the price go up. So the standard okay. go up too. So stop with up. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah so we did that. We got some bomb ass massages at the <laughs> when I tell you that lady snatched my my soul out my body. Y'all, like, y'all know I'm 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 the goat out here. <laughs> I'ma just go ahead and say that. Like I am. But I thought listen. she was gonna give me a happy ending at one point. <laughs> listen, these 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 people like Oh my god! I don't know if it's just the fact that we don't we don't get to to spoil ourselves as much, or what? I mean, don't get me wrong; like they are so talented. But when I tell you, everything was left on that table. <laughs> <laughs> All I could do was just look at her when she came out the room. I couldn't even, I could barely talk because I was just like, "Bro, girl, I was still on the table. My eyes were closed. I said, what is your name?'" <laughs> Tonight. like that massage was so good man i was just like yeah, yeah. Like, but because I they were foreign to i think because they were foreign she was bringing in like at least my lady she brought in like different techniques that i hadn't had yeah. before and it they was, did like, massage which is like a yeah long, different technique or whatever so yeah that thing but was man. wonderful so um, I'm sorry, y'all. Um, I will try to figure out where I put them cards so I can share the location if you are local or but it, it's called it's it's in Myrtle Beach. It's called Majestic Massage. You there can you go. Google it or whatever. But they are they are very legit. Like yeah. if you're ever in the Myrtle Beach area, yeah. I mean, and it's a small little place. If you in Florence, come see me. But if you go to Myrtle <laughs> Beach, <laughs> go see them. Like, wait I'm a minute. Sad. <laughs> I'm just saying, I got you. You know, in Florence, in y'all hear the commercials on every episode. <laughs> if you're ever in Myrtle Beach, like go, go spoil yourself. Like, but even not like not even just that. Like, spoil yourself daily, like mm. or weekly. Like, make sure to to carve out a space for yourself because it's so important. Yeah, so important. Shout out to um the promotion you're doing uh with the 1409. You want to talk about that real quick? Um. 
So I kind of teamed up with the guys of 1409 Podcast. Shout out to them. Um, go listen to their podcast. It's dope. They always uh shooting out some great content and they're very entertaining and they're hilarious. Man. But um <laughs> but um for this month, um the promo is um code fourteen oh nine and it's uh ten dollars off all ninety minute services that I offer. Um and then I also have another um promo going on um the code love and you get a I think it's like the one hour is fifty five dollars and you get to choose your add on mm-hmm. and it's another it's another one that I'm advertising when it's it's the couples and they get to you get to choose an add on for that but you can go to the at spotty spa Danny Spotty Spotty <laughs> but at spa danny underscore and check out my page um check out the promo and just add me and um go ahead and start booking because um it's getting up it's, my days are getting filled up a little bit so um yeah come check me out I have and to we, look uh, look. create this uh spa danny experience for you mm, i'm gonna have to hit you and book a little couple situation oh come on <laughs> like for real for real like not just for Valentine's Day, but especially for Valentine's Day. Like, I literally, I have some stuff where I'm going to, like, create a special moment for you guys. And, you know, rose petals, candles, all that. Well, you know, I want to be and you can bring you can bring your own uh, wine or champagne and just create a, a special moment for, for, for you and your significant other. Yeah, we'll we'll talk a little after this. I don't want to talk. I was like, what? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, we also had my party, <laughs> which is awesome. It was decorated beautifully. Um, we did have less guests than we thought we were gonna have, just because. But that was good. It was a good thing. Yeah, people being people, but the people that mattered were really, really there, and we enjoyed ourselves. And I had people um write how they felt about me on some index cards, and just reading them every so often. Um just it just does something for my heart i was just like it's just so sweet to have people that really truly love you and that you know that you've like built a real relationship with just to celebrate you and i want that for everybody so the question i've been asking um over this last week is like how do you feel about birthdays so i think that's where we'll leave off like how do you feel about birthdays i'm I love celebrating birthdays, but I'm not good with the party thing. Like for myself, I don't, I don't do the party thing. Mm -hmm. I'm not a partier. (laughs) Like I'm good with just chilling and not doing anything. Like I can celebrate the fact that I turned a year older and celebrate that it's my birthday, but I'm good with just chilling. Like I don't really do a lot. Um, But when it comes to like celebrating others, like I like to go above and beyond but for me, I'm just like, I'm, I'm on chill mode. Like, I can just not do anything and be fine. Right. That's been a consistent answer with this question. And for me, I'm going to say, y'all see how I do it. <laughs> like, I, for so long, I feel like I've been, like, modest in a way that's been, like, the strict definition of it. And so me embracing that inner child, me embracing my womanhood even, I like the extravagant. I like the over the top. I like being able to say, you know what? I'm going to just create this space for me to just flaunt 
all the good stuff I want to fly, you know, and put something together so that other people can be over the top, over the top with me. And, um, you know, and that's part of LBF events, but that's also just a part of how I look at birthdays as well. And that's including with myself and with other people. Cause a lot of times when somebody tells me, Oh, I'm not big on birthdays. I just be like, okay, you might not be, but I am. So we doing something for your birthday. Like, it's not like it's going to, for me, it's not another day for me. It was the day that God said, you know what? I'm going to create this person. I'm going to put this person in the world for other people to enjoy and for them to share their gifts. And to me, that's so special. That is so special that I cannot believe um, so many people don't don't see that and when I when I think about it it's just like sometimes I get sad when people tell me they don't celebrate their birthday because I'm just like especially if it's someone I care about I'm like I love you you know like why wouldn't you want to celebrate yourself like I wouldn't have you in my life if you didn't exist if it was not for this day you know what I'm saying God could have picked any other day but he picked this one and so we're going to celebrate on that day and that's how I feel about birthdays as y'all can tell, she's the extra friend. <laughs> not extra. Not so, but yeah. Anyway, um, she got mad at me because I told her I didn't want to party. I didn't get mad at you. It was just like yeah, it's you're 30. like, girl, what? You're not a party. You don't want to have the a party. first. No, the first thing we said that we you already do. know I don't like people. You see how irritated I got after a while at your party. <laughs> I love all of y'all, but that's enough. Like my my battery was on e. Well, that's because we had been running around. No, it was also because it was a lot of people in my house too, and it was just like I love y'all, but y'all gotta go. Anyway, you uh, <laughs> you go have something for your birthday because that a first party, though. I didn't say it had to be a party, but we doing something. I didn't say we weren't gonna do anything, but you, you know, you love this party idea, and I'm just like, nah, I'm okay. To me, it don't have to be a whole party, but it's like it could be just me and you, and I'm gonna like decorate tables and stuff. Like <laughs> that's just how it is. Oh. Exactly. Yes. Please don't. Anyway, you, you know, know I'm a little boy. Like I don't like all of that stuff. Let me like- close out this episode, man. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so, builders, you know, uh, it's your host, K Antoinette, and you can follow me at K Antoinette underscore the blogger on Instagram, or you can follow the Let's Build Futures page at Let's underscore build underscore futures. You can also visit the website at Let's Build Futures.com and stay tuned for more. I'm also on Twitter at LBF Talks. Send in your emails. I do have a thing going on right now where I'm saying send in your hotels. But you can also send in your love stories too, I guess. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. Send in um, your good love stories and we can share them on our upcoming episodes at allthingslbf at gmail.com. Hey, singles. Y'all can hit me up. <laughs> that too. And um, I don't think it's anything I missed, but thank you for joining us for another episode of the LBF podcast. And we'll be back soon. Bye. Relax, heal, and embrace a better you. Spa Danny offers quality yet affordable massages customized just for you. Let Danny create a space for you to hit the pause button. Who doesn't need that at the start of 2021?
why not start today? You can call or text at 843-687-2079. That's 843-687-2079. You can also message her on her business page at spadanny underscore on Instagram. Or follow her on Facebook at spadanny LLC. You can also book online at spadannyexperience.com. That's spadannyexperience.com. Treat yourself, be good to yourself, and let 2021 be a whole vibe.